Welcome to tomorrow's Leader Spotlight. I am John Laredo, your host and CEO of the Laredo Group. It is our mission to help leaders tap into the unique skills that help them transform their own life, the organizations they lead, and the people that they influence. Everyone is a leader, and leadership is learnable. If you'd like to learn ways to take your leadership to the next level, stick around at the end of the episode. I'll give you some easy steps to take. Or if you'd like to be a guest on tomorrow's Leader Spotlight, I'll share with you how you can apply. All right, let's get things going. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Laredo, your host. I got a great guest today. I've got Adam Potash from Adam Potash Approach, uh, health coach extraordinaire, and now uh, TikTok famous. <laughs> Adam, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. We were just chatting uh, before we hit the record button here about uh, what's happened with him on social media. So we'll get to that in a minute. But Adam, um, why don't you share? We've got a big audience here that loves to learn about leadership, not only leading other people, but leading themselves. You've changed the ton of lives of the people that you work with and helping them get in better shape and lose weight. Um, let me just start with the obvious question or maybe not so obvious question, but a really a, a not obvious answer necessarily. Why do people struggle so much with this? There's so many people that have the intent with trying to lose weight, but what what's the difference between somebody that actually does it versus the millions and millions of people that don't? So I think, you know, with, with anything, food is so abundant these days, right? And so people are, are stuck with the fact that I have to consume if it's around me and wherever we go, um, it, you know, we can go a block away and find 10 restaurants, right? Or there's a supermarket or whatever. And so food is everywhere these days. And we're just getting into that pattern of consuming so much more. Um, if we look at the statistics over the last 50 years of restaurants per square mile versus the obesity rating, they're actually like identical lines. So it, as you know, food gets more available, we just continue to consume more. So we just kind of have to you know, set our limits, dial back and, you know, just consume what we need and, and, you know, know that we don't need much else. So let me ask you, is it generally correct that eating out in general, even if it looks healthy, it's typically not going to be as healthy? I get this question all the time. And yeah, I mean, listen, these restaurants want to create fabulous food to have you coming back for more. Number one, the portion sizes are typically bigger than you would normally eat. You're paying for it. So you want to finish the entire plate. And, you know, the sodium content and fat content, some of these are definitely a lot higher than what you would create for yourself. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I was at, um, you know, some of these restaurants that have calories on their menu now, which is sobering when you go, go there and try and eat, uh, try and eat healthy. But even I was amazed I was at, uh, not to dime them out, but cheesecake factory, and they're no different than many restaurants, but even looking at healthy stuff on their menu, like I love omelets. And I remember looking at a, an omelet with just like vegetables, nothing else was over a thousand calories, I was gonna say over a thousand. I was going to guess over a thousand. Yeah. And how yeah. is that though? Cause I know if I make an omelet at home, it's not a thousand calories. Like what is it that they're doing that makes that double the calories of what it would be if I made it at home? Again, whether they're, you know, I don't know what they're cooking it in. I, they're probably not using olive oil, probably using more of like a butter type substitute to cook it in. Um, if there was cheese added to it, how much cheese. And then the portion size is probably a four or five egg omelet that they're giving you again, you know, not to call out cheesecake, but their portions are, are out of control. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So part of its portion, part of its 
what you're actually kind of cooking it in and all that, which makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Everything adds up. Yeah. So for somebody who's out there who's saying, okay, I, I, and I want to talk about your business and kind of how, how it works, but these are natural questions that I have. I'm sure other people, the, the people that are out there that are like, well, I want to live a normal fun life. You know, I travel uh, a lot, maybe for business, I go on vacations. I mean, talk to that person for a minute. I mean, how can they have a little bit of a healthier experience with eating, not go overboard yet at the same point, not have to bring a bag lunch with them everywhere they go? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, preparation is is 90% of the battle, kind of knowing where you're going to eat instead of being subject to, oh my gosh, I'm hungry man, I got to go right here right now. And, you know, so kind of preparing even as for a day or just a couple days, you know, in a row, knowing what you're going to do, we plan everything in our lives. Listen, we had this, this podcast plan, right. For a week or so. So we plan so many things in our life. The last thing we leave to planning is our food and our intake. So just, you know, a little planning can go a long way. That's a great point. You know, that's a, that's a really good point. Cause I find I do the same thing. I'm traveling the last couple of days, and I don't think about what I'm going to eat because there's so much accessible food. But sure. in reality, if I go to a Starbucks in an airport, um, I'm probably grabbing something that's not very healthy. Right. You know. A Danish or or that uh, extra special coffee, whatever. <laughs> right, right. Triple latte, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Foam and caramel on it. Um, so tell us about your, your company and your business and your approach is the Adam Potash approach. What is that in a nutshell? How does it work? How's it different than most weight loss programs? Yeah. So before I created this program, I studied over a hundred diets and, and really found flaws with every single one. You know, they were very restrictive, depriving. You couldn't do them everywhere. You were subject to whatever foods they gave you or a calorie restriction. And so when I created the approach, it was really, you know, getting rid of all those types of things. And like you said before, having a program that you can do anytime, anywhere, whether you're traveling and things like that. Um, My program is based on intermittent fasting. It is literally how we should be eating as human beings. Uh, You know, talking about the abundance of food earlier, we consume food, we store the fat. And then what happens is we consume and we can store more. But our bodies are set up to consume, store, and then use that stored fat as energy at a later time. We just don't ever give ourselves the option to do that. Um, and so, yeah, we coach on intermittent fasting where again, it's something you can do wherever you are. You can still go out on date night or wherever. And, you know, it's basically just skipping the breakfast part um, and then having some sensible meals throughout the rest of the day. So it's kind of, my understanding is it's keeping it to an eight hour period of time. An eight hour, yeah. So 68 is it. Yeah, as a general way to look at it, 16, eight. People think, oh my gosh, 16 hours is a long time, but you're sleeping for half that time. So it's really an eight hour fasting and an eight hour eating window. It's funny. I just, and I I do that. I'm not as as structured and and good about it in the evenings. So I can't Mm -hmm. say, I guess I officially follow it, but I, I do wait till noon and it is tough, but the morning goes by fast and you can get through that. If you can wait till, till noon to start eating now, how much of it is the fact that you're fasting for 16 hours versus what you're eating during the eight hours? Yeah. So there's obviously the timing and then there's the quality of what you're eating. And there's two different, listen, if you just did intermittent fasting, you would lose weight because if you just took whatever you're generally consuming and putting into a fasting window, your body's going to burn fat in the times that you're not eating. 
But then we're talking about, listen, quality of life, quality of the food that you're eating, you know, having more energy, having your skin look good, your hair, you know, wanting to live a long, healthy life. And so that really comes into the quality of food and what you're eating. So two different kind of things to look at. And, and is it, is it the type of thing where if I have, if I'm doing it, if I have, um, you know, it's not just eating, but if I have anything with calories, I mean, coffee with milk in it, for example, would be breaking the fast. Is that right? Yeah. I would say 95% of the people who try intermittent fasting on their own don't do it correctly because they don't realize that those types of things are breaking your fast. And so what our body does is anytime we consume something, yeah, essentially with calories, it's going to take those calories in and burn it as energy. And we kind of want to trick our bodies into having no calories and using our fat as energy. Got it. Okay. And uh, so black coffee is okay. Just not putting black coffee is the only thing, plain tea and water. Those are the three go-tos in the morning time. I can deal with that as long as I get <laughs> it takes coffee. a few days to get used to. Once once you do it, you're you're good. You'll feel so much better. That's amazing. So now so the the concept with your approach is it's based around intermittent intermittent fasting, but then there's a community aspect to it too, which I know is very, very helpful. Share that a little bit and how that works with your program. Yeah. So again, in studying all these other diets out there, I thought there's, there's, there's two things to someone's success, having a program that you can do no matter where you are. And number two, having a support system, no matter what you're doing, I feel, you know, whether you're starting a business, um, you know, going to school, whatever it is, we need a support system. And so uh, we have over 900 members in our support support system now, which is, it's great. It's really just like-minded people, just like you and me who want to get healthy and they're, you know, feeding off of each other, sharing each other's meals. Uh, we do fun giveaways in there all the time, just fun contests and just a really cool community to be a part of. That's excellent. That's so important because, you know, trying to fight the fight on your own is uh, demoralizing. It's tough. You don't have that ability to feed off somebody else's positivity or energy or, uh, leverage that. I know even just working out too. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say studies have shown that whether it's working out or trying to quit smoking, whatever it is to do it with, you know, several people or community people, the success rate goes up tremendously. Yeah, it really does. So, and what was, what began your passion with this? I mean, how take, take us back to the initial time. How did you come up with the idea? What was, what was this was there a trigger for you or something that kind of pushed you in that direction? A few. Yeah, a few. I mean, I was actually born with extremely high cholesterol. And so I've always kind of dealt with my own um, health concerns and wanting to get healthy and how to eat properly. Uh, but it really didn't take to, uh, you know, I was a private chef for years. So working for a lot of celebrities, high net worth individuals, like I still do some work for baseball players and basketball players. And so there's this transition that kind of happened, I would say maybe 15 years ago that, you know, all these people that I was working for wanted to get healthy. And I, you know, I went to culinary school for fats and sauces and Italian cuisine and, you know, you name it, but there was no health class. And so I went back to school, got certified in health and nutrition, figured just a combination of, you know, understanding food and now wanting to help people really feel their best. And that's how I started the approach. Interesting. So you saw a need. You, I love the culinary background. So do you have you kind of figured? Have you perfected like a a menu? Do you still do you still do that at all? Is that I do. Yeah, I do from time to time. Yeah, that's interesting. So you're experimenting with different healthy dishes and stuff like that. Do you have like a cookbook or recipes out there? That I do. I do. I have. I have a meal plan. I have my own cookbook out. A little recipe book. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. So the Adam Potash approach, people obviously are going to want to find out a little bit more. Where do they go? How do they connect with you? Or how do they find out more about it? 
Yeah, so you can go directly to the program information on theapproachweightloss.com. Uh, if you want more information about me personally, uh, go to adampotash.com. So theapproachweightloss.com will take you right to the program information. And then again, I have a whole website uh, with tips and tricks and all this other stuff. And that's at adampotash.com. So before we wrap, um, I've got a couple last questions for you. And we'll obviously also have all that info in the show notes. So for anybody that's listening that missed that, uh, just go right to the uh, the podcast and you'll see the links in there. But um, Adam, so you've got a lot of people out there that may be um, kind of wondering what it is that they need to do. I mean, it's 2022. It's like such a coming off crazy, crazy couple of years. Um they're committed to making this the best year of their life at the same point. Maybe it's they're listening to this. It might be February. Their year is not off to a great start. Any kind of words of encouragement for that person that really has not had success with whether it's health or, or other goals that they have had kind of the keys that you have found that really help people stick to something like that. Yeah, for sure. I have a ton. Um, so for starters, I wouldn't, you know, take on too many changes at once, right? Pick one change you want to do, whether it's, you know, trying to eliminate processed foods, maybe it's sleep more, maybe more water intake, but pick one and kind of tackle that one at a time, do it for a week, a couple of weeks, and then and add on to that. Uh, and the best way that we have seen is to kind of combine habits. So let's say, you know, perfect example is you brush your teeth in the morning. So add on that water intake after you brush your teeth, right? Add on a habit to a habit. So, you know, do stuff like that will we'll help, you know, continue on a healthy path little by little. That's good. I like that. And I think that makes a lot of sense, kind of ta- tethering it to something else. Tethering, doing, yes. Doing it, doing so, you're, it. so something you're already doing and already have a habit form that you're not even thinking about. We don't think about brushing our teeth, but yeah. if we want to have more water intake, add that to something you're already doing. That makes a ton of sense. Well, I love it. This has been uh, helpful. I've learned a lot. I'm going to check out your uh, your social posts. We were talking. I know we don't have too much time. We were talking about your success on TikTok. That seems to be where most people have found you. Um, share that story just real briefly, if you can, because I know my audience, a lot of them are interested in, okay, how do I grow a business through social media? Yeah. So again, through the pandemic, we were you know trying to change some of our um, our programs. I, yeah, I just do one-on-one. So with the pandemic, no one was seeing each other anymore. So we kind of put all our stuff online and grew this online presence. And TikTok, we found, I ran into an old cousin of mine who I hadn't seen in 10 years. And she had started a TikTok journey of her weight loss after pregnancy. And I was like, just like you, you know, John was like, TikTok, really? And uh, we started our first post then. And since then, we've almost at 300,000 followers now, uh, just, you know, talking about intermittent fasting and weight loss and really just some healthy tips. That's awesome. I love that. What a great story. Sometimes you don't, you don't necessarily know until you almost stumble into it and that, you know, you didn't stumble into it, but you kind of, you know, did it not knowing what the result was going to be. And it seems like it's totally taken off. Throw enough darts, right? Something's going to work. Exactly. There's a big <laughs> lesson in that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Adam, it's been great having you on. This has been great, uh, in, in, entertaining and, uh, obviously impactful. So I know there's a lot of people out there listening that will, uh, will certainly get in touch with you. So, Keep up the great work, continued success, and uh, appreciate you joining today. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you all for listening today to uh, this episode of Tomorrow's Leader. As always, like, subscribe, share, and uh, of course, always open to your ideas on future content and get and guests, great guests like Adam, and uh, go down below, get a five-star review, and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. 
John Laredo here. Thank you so much for listening to Tomorrow's Leader Spotlight. If you are a successful leader or business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit our website, johnlarito.com. Go right to the podcast page and right up top, you'll see a button that says apply here. If you got something out of this interview and you'd like to share this episode on social media, I love that. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, post it on whatever social media outlet you'd like to. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media and let them know about the show and also include the hashtag tomorrow's leader. I love seeing your posts. I love getting your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews also go a long way to help promote the show and really do mean a lot to me and our team. Want to know more? Go to our website, johnlarito.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm all over the place. Uh, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks.